0: Hello, and welcome to The Future of Mobility, the KPMG podcast series for global mobility leaders. In this series, we discuss the trends, opportunities and challenges facing global mobility programme leaders and their organisation's global workforces. In today's episode, we're joined by Uckham Mossman, Principal, Global Mobility Services KPMG in the US, and Glenn Collins, Senior Manager, Global Mobility Services, also at KPMG in the US. We'll be discussing the impact COVID-19 has had overall on global talent mobility, as well as trends in global mobility policy and administration, based on the results of KPMG's 2020 Global Assignment Policies and Practice Survey. Thanks for joining us over the phone today, Uckham and Glenn.
1: Thanks for having me. Good to be here today.
0: Uckham, let me start with a question for you. There's no doubt that COVID-19 has had a significant impact on our lives this past year. How has it impacted global mobility and how international assignment programmes have been administered overall?
2: Well, first, the overarching theme that we observed with our own clients and essentially overall in the market is that organisations have been focusing on their employees first. A majority of our clients confirmed at the start of the pandemic that they had no broad-based plans to repatriate international assignees. However, nearly all organisations provided flexibility and guidance to employees working temporarily abroad to make their best informed decisions to remain in their host countries, temporarily relocate to another country or repatriate home. In addition, we observed that assignees who remained in their host country location were directed to follow local mandates, including stay at home or work at home um, and self-quarantining
1: needs as needed.
0: Glenn, coming to you, could you comment on some of the biggest changes we saw in the market with the impact of COVID-19?
1: Sure. Well, 2020 had really been an unprecedented year for global mobility, as we know. We observed that the majority of organizations that had prospective international assignments and transfers that were planned in 2020 have put those on hold, with many organizations actually canceling planned assignments and transfers in 2020 as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic, which continued through the end of 2020, as we know. Now, as we currently see entering 2021, those impacts on talent mobility still continue globally. There's still a higher degree of uncertainty regarding talent mobility affecting most organizations, principally pending outcomes of the vaccine rollouts and a reduction in the pandemic impacts globally. But overall, business travel and international assignment and transfer volumes were much lower uh, in 2020 compared to 2019. However, from continuing discussions with our clients, while there has been a temporary pause in 2020 with mobilising talent globally, uh, we we still anticipate that global organisations will eventually return to moving talent to country locations where certain skills and experience are needed and also to support the overarching uh, talent growth and and business development objectives.
0: Thanks, Glenn. And for those not familiar with the KPMG Global Assignment Policies and Practices Survey report, Uckham, perhaps I could ask you to give our listeners a bit of an overview.
2: Uh, First, to set a baseline for global mobility leaders of multinational organizations, we found that benchmarking their global mobility policies and practices against those of other global organizations and industry peers can be a powerful tool for reflecting on an organization's current approach and planning how to prepare their talent mobility program for the future. To help in this endeavor, KPMG International conducts an ongoing annual survey of global mobility policies and practices of multinational organizations. While the number of participants continues to grow, the resulting database is already believed to be one of the most robust of its kind on a global scale with input from now over 350 multinational organizations in more than 25 countries and territories. The data offers insights into global mobility programs and how they are evolving in terms of mobility, tax and immigration policies, structure, governance, priorities, performance measures, using technology and automation, and more.
0: Glenn, based on the results of the most recent survey, could you share some of the key trends global mobility leaders are telling us?
1: Well, while a key focus on global tax and immigration compliance is at the forefront of nearly every client program that we support, Survey participants also noted in 2020 that, in addition to compliance and global risk management, supporting their organization's business objectives, controlling program costs, and being adaptable to changing business requirements are clearly the top priorities for today's global mobility leaders. Frankly, we've also seen the same being quite consistent over the last five years or so. Also, we're seeing the global mobility's department's uh, contribution to providing strategic value now seems to be more taking more of a priority over cost minimization in many areas which were more prevalent in the past. Akam, from our experience, I'm sure you'd agree that developing a policy framework that aligns policies to assignment type or purpose and the overarching talent development framework and business development needs is very important now for global organizations. It's critical to have a policy framework to manage from to ensure desired outcomes.
2: Glenn, I fully agree with you. Also, I should note that we're clearly seeing an increased focus by organizations on employee experience. When operationalizing global mobility policies, we've seen that changing workforce demographics are resulting in millennials and Gen Z employees desiring more flexibility in determining relocation assignment support that best meets their personal needs. Along those lines, and also noted in our survey findings, Within policy frameworks, flexible versus core policy provisions and services approach is the most commonly adopted policy trend approach by over 74% of survey participants.
0: In this new reality, Akam, what do you expect as the biggest challenges between the traditional approaches to managing global assignments and how they'll be managed in the future?
2: From a pure policy perspective, survey results confirmed that over the last two years, the most commonly used types of Formal assignment policies included short-term, that's, for example, less than 12 months, long-term or sometimes called standard policies. These are usually policies one to five years maximum. Commuter policies, and that would include fly-in, fly-out, and cross-border assignments, and permanent indefinite length international transfers. A continuing trend of increased diversity in the types of mobility policies continues in the market, with half of survey participants predicting an increase in short-term and commuter assignments and permanent transfers, and close to a half reporting a decrease in legacy long-term or standard assignments over the next five years.
0: Glenn, what are we seeing in the market with the prospect of organisations formalising virtual, domestic and international assignments?
1: As a result of COVID-19 impacts in 2020 and the increase by employees working home or remotely, domestically or even internationally, Uh, Some organizations have been looking at possible options for implementing virtual work assignments formally. Uh, This arrangement being defined as an employee performing work remotely the same as they would have had they relocated temporarily to another location domestically or to the host country location. But because of the complexity of this type of temporary work arrangement and the reality of similar corporate and individual tax risks, employment, as well as immigration requirements as under actual cross-border assignments, Organizations will really need to carefully review and plan for structuring virtual assignments to reduce these potential regulatory impacts to both the organization as well as their employees. Overall, we would anticipate that virtual assignments may be limited in application and serve as a temporary gap filler until employees are able to physically relocate to their assignment location. I suggest that a key takeaway theme from today's discussion is that organizations are desiring flexible solutions. A one-size-fits-all mobility solution doesn't work anymore policy solutions really need to be agile to accommodate different employee levels, needs and types.
0: Where can our listeners view the latest survey results report?
1: The report is available on the KPMG international
2: website at kpmg.com slash gap survey report. That's gap with
0: two p's. Thanks, Akam. That sounds like a good place to wrap things up. Thanks again to both of you for joining us on the podcast today. I know you've given our listeners a great deal to think about and consider.
2: Thank you. Yes, thanks for having us today.
0: Please let us know what you think of this episode. And if you have any ideas for future episodes, please email us at tax at kpmg.com. And remember, you can find our latest publications, articles and other material that address the issues discussed in this ongoing podcast series at home.kpmg forward slash future of mobility. And as Uckham mentioned, you can download the KPMG Global Assignment Policies and Practices Survey Report at kpmg.com forward slash gap survey report. Thanks for listening.